0: and we are the Fantasy Football Fanatics. This week, I'm joined by Matt in London, Ben in LA and Andy in Oakland. Welcome, guys. Um, We are recording on Sunday night. We've just watched Man City hand it to Chelsea and we're ahead of the uh, Southampton-Liverpool game. Um, So, football moments. Ben, I'm going to come to you first for your football moment.
1: Yeah, my football moments are from uh, the Chelsea-Man City game Um, Man City gave Chelsea a really good pasting. Um, I think my football moment was in the second half, Timo Werner playing up front on his own, looks a shell of the Bundesliga prolific goal scorer. (laughs) Um, And one moment summed up his entire night where he's trying to take a corner. I I actually haven't seen this before. He kicks the corner flag and then the ball and hurts himself in the process. (laughs) uh, The ref I think, felt sorry for him, so allowed the corner to be retaken. Uh, what? Yeah, I know, but it's uh, I don't think we even managed that In our, high, in our like, school days So God,
0: It's going that badly For him at the moment yeah, that,
2: that is uh, spectacular, do you know what, he, he did this though In the Bundesliga as well, he was a bit of a streaky Player there, he went on like long runs Where he looked awful, everyone was like, really Werner? Liverpool won him, Chelsea won him, I'm not sure about that And then he just come back and score like 10 in 6 games And uh, so it might, it might, He might, I expect he'll be good Again at some point
1: yeah, he, might be. He, he he was like a lock for my very first FPL team. I remember I stuck with him for weeks, and thankfully, yeah. yeah, it hasn't it hasn't proven to be the case yet. But
0: maybe next season, maybe he needs a year to bed in. We'll see. Um, Matt, what's your highlight?
3: Um, well, I'm going to tee up uh, Andy to do the man you highlight. So. I guess I'll, uh, I'll save you the Arsenal one. Um, so I think Arsenal were pretty outstanding with their 4-0 thrashing of West Brom. And they are looking like a good mid-table side again. <laughs>
0: <laughs> hey, it's only four points off the trophy at the moment. Four points off fourth place. <laughs>
1: but yeah, I, the, uh... I, I was worried for, for Arsenal uh, playing in the snow against Big Sam, but they just played them off the park. What yeah, is
2: did, what is they? this West Brom team like? I don't understand how this is so. Like, I, I I wouldn't have been surprised if Big Sam had just like not quite managed to turn it around either yet or ever. But to be this bad is really surprising.
0: Yeah, they kind of they've they've snuck up on me on how bad they are. I think they've been getting worse, whereas Sheffield United have kind of stayed at the same level of bad the whole season. Whereas West Brom, I thought at the start of the season they showed some bright things, but. Definitely not at the moment. I guess, yeah, nice segue, Matt, um, from your football moment, which is Arsenal and a, a little dig at me. I, <laughs> I I absolutely loved the Arsenal win, obviously. Like, the other two wins before that were kind of battling and we didn't play the most flowing attack in football. But this one, the goals were, uh, I think, Saka goal, assisted by ML Smith-Rowe and Lacazette, all linking up, just walking into the goal. It looked so classy and, like, classic Arsenal. Um yeah, it's nice to see that again, and Aubameyang not involved with the goals as well. Like finally, other players are kind of stepping into his massive goal-scoring void that he's leaving at the moment, um, which is definitely needed. I've my my proper highlight though is one from my brother Ali. So I don't know if you guys saw this, but Leicester City released on their website um, like their kind of match preview of um, uh, their Newcastle game. Uh, this weekend, but they released it early. And as part of that preview, they said uh, Newcastle are looking to bounce back from losing to Liverpool. So they they just they wrote this preview, put it out there live on the on the web, basically saying, predicting that they were going to lose. Published it early. And Liverpool didn't even lose the game. <laughs> Classy stuff from someone in their like, website team is just like, ah, I'm going to hand this in early and go to bed. <laughs> <laughs> They'll definitely lose. <laughs> Andy, what about your football moment?
2: Uh, mine is from the, the Man U game. Um, w- there's a, a player that I have always liked and he's never really sort of delivered for Man U is Eric Bailly. Um, He's, uh, he seems like a really sort of likable person. His, uh, his sort of style on the pitch is always like, I've liked it because he runs like Phoebe from Friends, like his like, arms are everywhere. Um, and he's like, really reckless in the tackle. He's just really fun to watch. Anyway, um, so I've always thought that he would be like the best partner for Harry Maguire because he's really quick and Maguire is really slow. And so like, that's exa- he's exactly what you need as a, as a partner for someone like Maguire, but he's never really stayed fit and never really been good enough. The last few games he's sort of played a few in a row, and to in my opinion, looks a lot better than Lindelof has um and it sort of all culminated in this moment in the Aston Villa game where at two one up there was a great chance um, I can't remember who it fell to now on on the villa side in the box, where it just looked like an open goal, and then uh Bailly just comes out of nowhere with this sliding block and just denies him in the ninety second minute. Um, and then the whole team kind of just descends upon him and like at the final whistle just goes mental celebrating him and like almost chokes him to death because they're (laughs) hugging him so much I was like well that's kind of not only an amazing moment for a player that I really like but it's uh, I think a sign of things that have changed for the better at Man U where a lot of the criticism of the team has been that um, it's a bunch of individuals kind of just doing things for themselves um, and no sort of management from Solskjaer and and a lack of togetherness like it seems to of be coming together more. And I felt like that as a fan, that mo- watching that moment that represented that was a, a very, was the football moment of the week for me.
0: Ha, oh, what a lovely moment. <laughs> <laughs> the evil empire that is Man United actually becoming a team together. Um, Andy, how about your game week? You're our top scorer. I think this game week.
2: Yeah, I've, uh, I'm having a, a good game week. Um, so it started pretty well with, um, with the West Ham game. I have, uh, I have both Suchek um, and Cresswell, who got 11 points each. Uh, Kufal was on my bench, but he's going to come in because Regalon was dropped. And so, um, yeah, that game was, was a good start. It's going to continue from there. Um, I have uh, how many players do I have in double figures this week? One, two, three, four, five players in double figures, including my captain, Humin Son. Um, with um, Salah and McCarthy yet to play against each other, so uh, I'm on 88 points as it stands with those two still to play. I'm really like crossing my fingers for. Even though I, actually this is worse for me because Ben so Matt also has Salah and I'm trying to catch him. But um, if uh, if Liverpool tonk Southampton and Salah does, has a really good haul, I could hit I could hit triple figures this week, which is pretty exciting. Um, my uh, my rank has gone from outside the top million to six hundred thousand and something, so it's definitely helped me in that respect. Um, I'm pretty happy with my game week.
0: Yeah, and what about conundrums? Do you have any, or are you yeah you know, plain sailing? I
2: do have a big conundrum. So um, pending tomorrow's game, unless Salah goes crazy, I'm planning to take a big risk because I need differentials and lose Salah. What I want to do is do Salah for Rashford and then invest the money in replacing McCarthy, who's got an awful run of fixtures with Leno, um, and also replace Regalon, who's not regularly playing with somebody who's going to have a, um, a, a single and double game week. Um, I, might, I might do Salah for um, De Bruyne instead after today's game. I'm still thinking about that um but either, either either of them will save me enough money to do that the, the conundrum is um assuming i go through with it and Salah doesn't go crazy against southampton should i do it like right away to avoid price drops because it's kind of a tight especially if i do the kdb switch is tight money-wise or should i wait until the last minute because of COVID? how tight is it um well it depends on what i do for Regalon. basically if the amount if the if the amount of if the amount of money changes then my options get narrow for who i replace regalon with
0: i th- my 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 two cents is basically wait until the last minute because then and let the money however it changes dictate who you bring in for regalon like don't don't bring in someone who might get injured or might get covid or the game might get cancelled yeah i would leave it especially in a blank game week
2: yeah, yeah
3: what's, your, what's your blank game week team looking like? Do you have a full eleven?
2: Um, once I've made these switches, I will have ten, which is close enough. Um, that I don't want to use my my, my the sort of purpose of all of, one of the purposes of all of this is to avoid having to use my um, my free hit while also taking advantage of the double game week. So all of the players that I'm trying to bring in are players that have both.
0: What do you reckon, Matt?
3: Yeah, um, I think if it's possible to wait, I would definitely wait because of COVID. Um, it's not even—it's just the fact that there could be more matches cancelled, or players could come down of COVID, or just so much. Of the stuff is happening day by day at the moment that um, I, I would always err on the side of waiting, even if it means you get a cheaper player. It doesn't quite be the move you dreamed of on, on Sunday night. Yeah, and there's also EFL Cup, FA Cup
1: as well on top of that. So it's like there's yeah, even more injuries, to wait. right? Yeah. yeah.
2: All right. I think that's probably good advice. I need to like uh get my itchy trigger finger calm Yeah, Kill
0: cool your jets, Starsky. Um I'm up next. Uh, I'm on a score of seventy four at the moment. So close to being matching Andy. I think Callum Hudson-Odoi scored in like the 92nd minute and I had uh, two Man City defenders, Diaz and Stones, both starting. I thought I was going to clean up with 12 points and come and match Andy on 88, but it wasn't to be. But um, I'm looking forward to the, having them for the blank and for the double. That that looks pretty good set up. Um, yeah, apart from that, uh, Kane was my captain. Um, that's kind of why he's still in my team is to fill in those gaps where... Salah, De Bruyne, and um, Fernandez aren't looking like the best captaincy options. But, but I don't know if that makes sense because they're all returning double figures all the time at the moment. So, um, yeah, but that's worked out really well. I've got Mitchell coming in off my bench with six points. Oh, my God, that is just the most ridiculously fluky thing. I think Ben has him as well. It's just like...
1: I, I started him, though. You
0: started him. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that could have gone horribly wrong, but I think we've both gotten away with it. Um, and who knows, he, he might start the blank as well. Maybe Hodgson's got so annoyed with their form, he's dropped uh, yeah, Van Yeah, I,
1: I think he's won his place back. He started the last two, yeah. two games.
0: Yeah, so hopefully. Um, apart from that, uh, still waiting for Salah to play. And yeah, Suchek is still an absolute hero. You know, Suchek has five goals in his last 10 games. It's just ridiculous form for a 5 million midfielder. Um, Yeah, pretty good. My conundrum, I guess, is do I free hit or not? So I'll I'll read you out my free hit team at the moment. It's Martinez, Diaz and Stones, Mitchell, uh, Charlie Taylor, if he recovers. I mean, I have no idea if he's going to recover or not at the moment um, because Burnley's game was called off, so... I don't know if he would have started or not. It seems pretty unlikely, but um, then Grealish, De Bruyne, Fernandes, Kane, and Brewster. Um, So that's technically 10 players, but I mean, if I get eight out of that, I think that would be not unexpected. So I could bring in a, a ninth player with a free transfer, or maybe if it goes horribly wrong, an eighth player with rotation and stuff. So do you reckon I need to free hit or not? What do you reckon, Matt?
3: So, you've already got triple Man City. So, I think that's pretty strong already. And so, getting, getting close to 10 out um, with your Man City lot. And obviously, Fernandez is a classic free-hit pick as well. Um, I'd say probably not. I don't think you would quite get your value for money for your free-hit chip. And there's going to be another opportunity on the season. Um, I say this as someone who is going to be free-hitting. because I'm, <laughs> I'm not in that situation. But I... I sort of look at it, your team so slightly enviously, particularly, I was, uh, I, I'm going to grumble, like I was a bit annoyed that the fixtures got, that the Man U and the Man City fixtures got put in like this because I just planned my team around everyone else getting uh, dropping points with all those assets, but they've now been bailed out by the fixtures being put in. Um, and you should take advantage of the fact that you've got those, those assets playing, playing the, the blank game week.
0: Yeah, fair enough. And kind of just slightly hope for a, a Brewster. To... Two pointer rather than a one pointer, <laughs> and that Mitchell turns up. You guys in agreement?
2: Yeah, I mean, I, I, I counted Brewster in my 10 as well. Um, so I'm kind of in a very similar position to you right now. With if he, that, if he either doesn't play or you know, he's not going to get any points, is he? So it's basically nine. Um, but I'm considering that good enough. I think a lot of people are going to be in that position. So um, yeah, I think it, it, there's a pretty decent chance that with the, the way the Premier League are talking. About like there will be no delays to this season. Like there could well be like a uh, you know five teams get, get get go down with COVID randomly, and we have to sort of change everything at the last minute for that week. Having a free hit is going to be useful, I think.
0: Yeah, fair enough. Ben, how about your game week? You're next up, I think.
1: Yeah, so I am currently on fifty eight points with Robertson, Salah, and Che Adams to play. Uh, which I think is a small red arrow, I think basically maintaining my rank. Um, Mitchell clean sheet was nice. Uh, I captain Son. Um, I have Bruno Fernandes. I have Grealish. Uh, So, yeah, not too disappointed. Kind of feels like a good week to kind of tread water, hoping Salah does something. um, Salah and Robertson do something tomorrow. Um, So, yeah, can't complain too much. Um, I think looking ahead, I think I'm in a similar situation to you, Dunk, where I can kind of get, I can get 10 players out, I think, with one hit. Because um, I have Triple Man City, I have Bruno Fernandes. Um, so, yeah, I think that was borderline for me. And it felt like it was worth saving the free hit. Um, for late in the season, especially with all the the COVID um, stuff happening.
0: Is your free hit, sorry, is your hit you're planning on possibly taking, is that going to also cover the double slightly? Would you go for like a Man United, Man City or Villa or Burnley player to kind of, yeah, spread it across?
1: Um, Actually, like I'm going to do Salah to De Bruyne, which does cover the double. Um, the other one I want to make is probably more long-term, which is... Uh, I'm going to get Besuma out for... Sue A- Jack, <laughs> Not, not <laughs> Sue Jack because he doesn't play in the blank. Uh, <laughs> um, I have seen about... I want to get Saka from Arsenal, but I don't think I can afford him, so I might get um, Smith Rowe. But we can talk about him later in the Arsenal chat.
0: Yeah, okay, nice. Um... Matt, how was your game week?
3: So I think in isolation it was OK, but it's just been completely thrashed by you guys, which is uh, <laughs> slightly galling. But um, it, yeah, so got 57, but off for Kufal to come in for a clean sheet puts up to 63 and then Robertson and Salah still to play. So that's, that's pretty good. I'd say this week maybe it's par with all the, all the big hitters doing so well. Um, and I guess what's happened recently, so I, I wild carded recently and I went down from four big hitters to three and that essentially has I think affected my my score this week. But I'm I'm very well set up for the double game week, having wild carded for that um, and free hitting next week. Um I guess the the conundrum I now face is uh I had a plan before the Man City players uh, all got their double uh in the double game week to to get Vardy and Rashford in to sort of complete my double game week team. Um, But do I now need to look back at getting De Boijne? Is he now an essential pick for the double game week?
0: I kind of feel like possibly he is because not just the double game. Oh, don't get him. Don't get
1: him. The (laughs) fixtures as well.
0: Like, yeah, Yeah. the fixtures afterwards and yeah, this, yeah, for the blank and after the blank and after the double.
2: It's interesting. I, I, I'm I'm watching Salah very closely. I think the sort of the, the must-have player might actually switch now because Salah's got um, one, two, three, four red games in his next seven after the after the blank game week. Um, whereas whereas De Bruyne has just got a sea of green, and so it could be that the, uh, the sort of currently Salah's got 43% ownership, but that, that might switch over, and and De Bruyne might get a similarly high ownership as a result of this. So it's also a chance to make a lot of money into your account and have more options in the future, I think.
3: Yeah. Yeah, I think so. I think it's uh, having just offloaded a load of Man City players is now get back on them again and uh, swallow your pride time. The only yeah, thing yeah. about
2: Man City is that right now, um, Carl Walker, um, Gabriel Jesus, and somebody else, can't remember who, ha- Edison. Edison. Edison, are all confirmed um, as having COVID. Benjamin broke um, uh, lockdown rules and went to a party before training and so you don't know how many other players have got it from him so it could be that the entire Man City squad comes down with COVID and then like that's a waste of money for the next two weeks
0: there's also Laporte who wasn't on the bench and it wasn't explained apparently so his potential as well
2: that's, that's not definitely COVID though. he's barely played this season
1: like, he's obviously done something wrong that yeah, yeah. so it could be that
0: yeah yeah,
1: the only thing I'll say is that um, the COVID postponements have been really good for people like me who <laughs> are not, were not planning. And then I, I wake up one day, I'm like, "Wait, I can feel the I can feel the team in the Black Game week." <laughs> <And> <laughs> really screwed people like that who were yeah like, had a lot of, like planned
3: everything. Well. And then, Hours of Christmas prep have been wasted. <laughs> have Christmas they? Days been wasted.
0: <laughs> have they? I mean, that's a perfect segue onto our, our first topic, which is the ideal free hit team. Maybe, maybe, Matt, you've got something up your sleeve that means it's all going to be worth it with your free hit team. Have you got a draft in mind?
3: Uh, <laughs> so, no, partly because <laughs> I'm following the advice I gave to Andy uh, that just don't, don't press, click on the free hit until right at the last second, just in case everything changes. So um, the way COVID's going at the moment, we might not even get to that game week. Uh, there might be premiership football might stop again. And last time that happened, uh, they gave everyone a um, sort of another wildcard, basically, to pick as many players as they like before we restarted again. So uh, who knows what could happen and that sort of stuff. So I'm not pressing go on the free hit just yet. I'm going to press on that later. But, um, I mean, the plan is to... Uh, to load up on the sort of the players you might expect. So uh obviously Fernandez. Um I think the Arsenal boys that we'll we'll talk about in a bit, uh I think uh now really attractive because they're they're both cheap and on form. Um I'll go triple Man City uh with a juicy tie home to Brighton, uh, even though you guys already have that as well. Um and Spurs Spurs Villa is sort of a, a tempting one um for both sides. Like I thought Grealish looked amazing the other night, so I'll probably get him back into my side for the free hit. Uh, I'll need a Spurs asset. I don't think I can afford both if I can get them a Man City boys. Um, and so, yeah, the only final fixture we really need to look, well, the final fixtures to, to pad the team out with would be the Wolves, uh, Wolves Everton, Sheffield United, Newcastle, but that'd be sort of the, the fodder around the side of it, I think, at the moment.
0: I think fodder wise, I quite like the look of Newcastle against Sheffield United, like bringing in a, a Fernandez at the back for Newcastle? Because if it's a nil-nil draw, which it very much could be, he kind of hoovers up the bonus normally in that kind of game.
3: Yeah, that's a good shout. That's a good shout. Um, yeah, I mean, the one I'm, I'm, I'm sort of looking at the moment at those fodder guys is, uh, uh, Andy's going to like it because it's Neto. Um, I think he's looking really good uh, recently. What's that, Matt? <laughs> not, not potents? Not potents. Yeah, well, <laughs> I know. Um, I'm, have, I'm, I'm hating this pod. I'm having to eat my words all the time at the moment. But yeah, I had Podence for so long. He looked like, I thought he might be the Wolves, uh, like the really tricky guy that's going to be really good for them. Uh, but no, I think that's Neto now. I've changed my mind. In, in it's, it's Neto's a good asset at his price. And well done, Andy, for picking him. <laughs> <laughs> that's very true. <crazy>. Uh, <laughs> Matt, I made a draft
1: for you. Do you want to hear it? Oh yeah, go for it. Yeah. Okay, three five two. 5 uh, Leno in goal. Rob Holding 4.5, Eric Bailly 4.9, and then Diaz or whoever Laporte Um, in midfield. I have Grealish, Sterling, Saka, Fernandez, De Bruyne up front. Kane, Martial,
2: not bad. Don't give Not it Martial, that's my differential. <laughs> <laughs> all, all my like picks that I've made because, that Matt doesn't have,
0: he just named like half of them.
2: <laughs>
1: you um, got Ma-
0: who, who is up from with Martial? Kane.
1: Kane, Kane. Oh, nice.
0: Another way of saving cash, which I thought about this game week, is putting in uh, Zach Steffen in goal at 4.4 for the Man City. Ooh, um, that's good subbing in for Edison. Even if he's your backup keeper, um, well, I know you wouldn't want to spend 4.4 on a backup keeper really, but yeah, you could bring him in for the Man City defence or Man City triple up and save money elsewhere.
2: Yeah, it's a good chat for a free hit because obviously Edison's out for two weeks, isn't he? So it's a really good chat for the free hit.
0: Is it definitely two weeks? Does he have to, he has to isolate for that long or?
2: Actually, I don't know how long, when it started. It's two weeks from, from I don't know when.
0: Okay, but yeah, we can we can wait for the team you used to kind of see last minute with that. But yeah, that's another one. I I can't, I quite like the Martial shout because is you want to fit in all those big hitters like Ben did in his midfield, but bringing in Rashford in my kind of plays around with it wasn't really possible. So Martial was another way in.
3: Um, yeah, yeah. I mean, the thing with Martial, uh, he did score, he did quite well. I he can blow a bit hot and cold, um, and is Cavani still suspended for that game? Or is he going to be okay he's again?
0: Oh, he was suspended
3: no, it's, for, it's three
2: for three yeah, but games. He's so he, back. Be...
3: There's a lot of cup matches. I think it's only one premiership game he's actually suspended for. Yeah. I thought it
2: was two. I thought it was the, um, oh, the, no. the blank game week and the Man City Carabao Cup. And then he's back for the double game week. So I thought. No, no. He,
1: he, I, I actually know this. <laughs> so, um, Man, you have two cup games. They have the FA Cup as well. So he'll be back for this one.
0: Ah, I didn't know that. Uh, Okay, less attractive than maybe. One Mm. player I think you've definitely got to have on your bench is uh, Tariq Mitchell. (laughs) Mitchell. (laughs) Mitchell. Because he's he's 3.9 and we think he might start over Van Aanholt. That's uh, another way of saving cash. He probably won't come into your team, but if there's lots of rotation or whatever, COVID, then he's a good player to have for the budget. And And also Callum Wilson maybe as well?
3: Well... I think Callum Wilson's definitely. I think so. The Sheffield United, I, I saw a little bit of the Palace Sheffield United game, and they just look completely clueless at the moment. They've completely lost it. Have they it. given up? I don't They've given up, but they just they don't know how to score a goal. So yeah. I, I quite like the idea of a moving Newcastle defender because they're going to be quite cheap. Um, so Fernandes is a good shout dunk. Uh, Callum Wilson, again, pretty decent. Um, the thing is, I don't know if Newcastle scored that many goals, but then it hasn't bothered Callum Wilson most of this season. So. It's a pretty good shout.
0: Um, I think I think steer away from Newcastle keepers because Dubravka was on the bench this week, so you don't really know which one's going to start. I guess the players risky. I'm
3: most players I say the players I'm most intrigued about is do we think Villa Spurs like a good is a good game to actually pick assets from because they're quite well pitched against each other, um, but then they also have some great fantasy assets.
2: Yeah, it's a tricky one that isn't it? I feel like there are a few of those, you know, like Wolves Everton, similarly, like they're pretty evenly matched. Um Arsenal Palace could go could just be a really close match, or it could Arsenal could win it by a lot. It could be really close, you just don't know. So like, I don't know. It, it, the only one that stands out as a massive mismatch is City against Brighton, isn't it? And obviously Manu against Burnley, sorry, those two.
0: I I wouldn't be going for Grealish if I had a free hit. I've I've got him in my team, so I'm gonna play him, but uh Tottenham at home, I don't think is a great fixture. I think Tottenham look pretty solid against Leeds and Leeds are a good attacking team. And I know Villa are probably more threatening up front um, or at least on a par, but I just, I think Mourinho, this is the kind of game where he'll give Villa all the respect that they probably deserve this season. And yeah, he'll just look to form a defensive block and counter and it'll probably work. I reckon it'll be, you know, 2-1, something like that. It's
2: one of those ones where it's like a, a single-goal margin and, you know, Kane assists yeah. Son and Son assists
0: Kane. Mm. <laughs> one of those. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, f- I feel I feel that, yeah. I don't know. I think a player like Saka instead of um, Grealish is probably a better shout at the moment. And maybe if you want, still wanted to go Villa, then maybe El Ghazi on penalties is, you know, yeah. he's a player on form as well, not just the penalties. He's taking a lot of shots. Yeah. That's one thing I've been thinking about, actually, is
2: that there seems to be a lot of, like, really cheap and high-scoring midfielders at the moment. You've got Saka, Suchek, El Ghazi, um, that guy from Wolves, what was his name again, Matt? Poden. <laughs> <laughs> um, it seems like there's a lot of value in really cheap midfielders, which could, like, if you can take advantage of that and it continues, then you could end up saving a lot of money and maybe investing it. You could have Kane and Vardy up front, for example. Um, if you if you save the money on on the midfield.
0: Oh, I've got a question for you guys. You all being Man U fans, so Man U defenders they've got pretty nice fixture. They've also they're playing this game and they're playing in the double. You know they're playing Fulham in the double as well as Burnley this week and then Sheffield United after that. It seems like a nice little run of full fixtures. Man's which defenders do you think are going to start all those games? Do you think Luke Shaw is at four point eight? Well, but good sure, no. he takes corners. Oh, does he? Oh, that's cool. So, but you don't think he's going to play all the games, Matt? That's the thing.
3: No, so he rotates with Telez, uh, and the rest of the defence has no one to rotate with. So, I'd say, yeah, Telez and Shaw have uh, a bit of a rotation going on at the moment. Uh, Ryan Bissaka can't really be replaced, but we've, we've attempted it recently. Um, but then Lindelof got himself injured. So, it depends. If Lindelof gets back, then he might Wan Bissaka might rotate. Maguire never misses a minute, so he'll play every minute. Um, and by will get injured at one point in those three games. So- <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure you want a Manu defender though.
0: I know it's we just
3: always, we always we're, su- we're
1: such an attacking team. We don't really defend. I don't think very it's well. It's just
0: it's just the fixtures and the price. Like if Luke Shaw was going to start all those games. And he's 4.8 and I could afford him. I, I, I don't like the transfer, but you know, if Charlie Taylor doesn't recover from this hamstring thing, I've got exact money to go to only Luke Shaw I can afford or Lindelof. But I'm guessing if Lindelof... Lindelof. That's a terrible idea. If he, if he comes back, he's not going to play straight can, away. Can you get him.
1: another West Ham defender where you don't fancy West Ham?
0: They don't play the blank, so I'm oh, yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm yeah. stuck with Villa, Burnley, Man U, and Man United, and I'm tripled up on Man City. So yeah, I mean,
2: if what I about, had um, faith... Matty Cash, can you put him?
0: Matty Cash, no, he's he's like five million, isn't he? I don't know. I'm, i just
2: he played well against Man U. But... So <laughs> did, yeah. It's, yeah. <laughs> I,
0: yeah, it's not great fixtures for Villa as well. So yeah, if you got
3: if you got faith in the Man U defense, then Maguire's the only real viable one, I'd say. But and, and he might he might <laughs> score from corners too. But um, there, if you if you look at his or you look at his or any manu defenders' form, uh, they just always find a way to concede a goal, no matter the opposition. So there's very little clean sheet potential in them.
0: Okay, that's good to know. So Matt's going to free hit. Andy, are you free free hitting as well or not?
2: I am um, not going to free hit. No.
0: Oh wow! So it's a big differential in a way, Matt. Maybe you need to change it up and not go for those De Bruyne's, Fernandez. I was
3: going to say, yeah. Differential. <laughs> so I can pick what three Man City players, like all of you guys have. And...
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's tricky. Um, OK, that kind of covers free hits. What about um, double game week? Um, Andy, I'm going to come to you first. <laughs> How are things going for your double game week planning? So. Um...
2: I've obviously got, I've, tri- I've got triple, I've, I've actually, I've, I made a, a, a mistake that was pretty stupid already in my, uh, like, trigger happy ways after a few beers, is I did Son for Rashford already this week, so I've, take, I've got, that, that now gives me, for, my, for the double game week, I've got um, triple Manu, so that's good. Um, by the time I finish the transfers for this week, I expect to have at least one City player, so that's also good. Um, I've got triple West Ham that's also good so my 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 double game week's pretty much lined up already um so i won't i definitely won't need to free hit on the double game week so that's nice
0: (laughs) are you gonna bench boost or triple captain or anything like that
2: um i we were discussing this before and i was hoping that um that Burnley game for man u would come in a double game week rather than in a, a blank game week so that i could double captain fernandez for that game um that hasn't come to pass now, so I've had to rethink my strategy a little bit. Um, I am considering triple captain, triple captain in KDB for Palace and Villa. Um, that, that's probably the the one for me, because obviously Manu and Liverpool's double game week has the game against each other, which is a difficult one to predict. You can't rely on returns from either team on that. Um Crestwell or Suchek would be an interesting and massive differential, but I can't I can't, can't bring myself to to put wow. captain on a five point one million player. So um I think probably if I'm gonna I think my captain is probably gonna be um what did I just say? Ha <laughs> KDB. Um whether it's triple captain or not, I'm still like erring. I'm not sure.
0: There's a there's a lot of nice backups as vice captains if for some reason the Man City games get called off. Um like Salah playing Burnley and Man United, both home games. Uh, Fernandez both having away games. One of them being Fulham. So, yeah. Although you know, if you're triple captain, they're going to play one game at least, aren't they? It's unlikely they'll miss both.
2: The one thing um, I keep looking at is uh, is Leeds have like an awesome double game week. Um, cool. And so, if you've got like I can I can just see now Bamford getting like 40 points across the two games. So if somebody really, really, really needs a differential, that might be interesting. But I haven't got him. So
0: I thought I thought Dallas was the one. He's the kind of player who can come in with a twelve-point haul. You know, Brighton at home—that's you know, high chance if they're going to get clean sheets this season. That's one of the kind of games where they would. And he just needs an attacking return in one of the two games, and then yeah,
2: that's an inspired choice. It yeah, could be, exactly. Could be Alioski. He's your man.
0: Yeah, he's playing well. Matt, how's your double game week planning going? You're going to bench boost, right?
3: So, yeah, I've, I've done my wild card so I can bench boost for it. Um, I think, yeah, so, so the, the, the fixtures that have gone in have slightly ruined how much differential this is going to be and how much of a gain it might be. But um, I think I'll save my at least save my tripled captain for later on in the, in, in the year, which will be potentially quite useful in the run in. Um, but uh, yeah, my, my initial plans were to get Vardy in because I thought he, he would look like quite a good uh, pick. Uh, he's got uh, Southampton at home and he's got uh, Chelsea at home. So I thought that, that might be could quite a good one to get in. And I, could, uh, I can afford him and Rashford in um, for Calvert-Lewin and Son. Um, but having just watched the Man City game, I think it'd be really difficult to live without De Bojna. So I've got a question mark about uh, whether I just yeah, I, well, I think I have to bail on that, but which, which one of Rashford or Vardy I go without essentially, I have to decide.
2: You know, one really yeah. interesting thing is Leicester actually have a pretty like long run where they've got like the odd red game, but between now and game, like, they've got four, are so th- three difficult fixtures in a row to end the season, and so the next game is Southampton all the way through until game week. 35 they've only got three red fixtures so Vardy could be a really interesting asset for that um for that run I'm actually I keep seeing all these players I don't have that have really good runs of fixtures like I, like I somebody stop me from playing my wild card, please
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah Leeds and Fulham together after the double game week or uh, game week 21 and 22 that's pretty nice isn't it um yeah I hadn't noticed that that's a good shout Andy um so, Matt, you're pretty set. Any, any kind of input, you guys, on whether he should go for Son out for KDB or drop um, Calvert Lewin? What was the other part of the conundrum, Matt?
3: So, it's like I think, I, think, I mean, partly you, you guys said it earlier. I think I need to go KDB now. Um, so, it'll probably mean Son out for KDB, which I have the money for. Um, but uh, in other. Other transfers to do and and tinkering. Do I try and get a Vardy or Rashford in? Still, Um, yeah. Always, always Rash. Yeah. Is Rashford Vardy better than a KDB uh, just for the differential potential?
0: Well, that's a good shout. Like differential. I don't know. I think if you're bench boosting, then you're probably going to have enough of a differential rather than having to go over the like missing out the most captain player most likely. So I think. I think Son out for KDB and Calvert-Lewin, how much money would you have left? Could you bring in, like, Martial or something like that? Um, yeah, give,
3: give me a second and I'll tell you what I can afford.
0: We'll, we'll come back to you. Ben, what do you reckon? What do you reckon he should do?
1: Uh, I, I normally play it pretty safe, so I would definitely get De Bruyne and work around that because <laughs> De Bruyne is clearly going to be the most captain player. And if he hauls and you don't have him, you're like... Screw you! You gotta uh, you gotta go to settings and press delete team and, uh,
0: <laughs> and quit the season. Okay, Matt, uh, how, how much do you have?
3: I can't afford Martial by 0. 0.4 and a, a two transfer, so I can get De Bruyne in for Son, but um, I can't upgrade Calvert Lewin to Martial, unfortunately.
0: How much do you have left? Like... Uh,
3: so I'd, I, I could afford uh, 8.3 million striker if I sold oh, Calvert-Lewin.
0: Such an annoying
3: price. <laughs> <laughs> which, which basically affords you Calvert-Lewin. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, and then the alternatives all play. Danny Ings.
0: Now. Danny Ings is 8.3. Exactly.
3: Oh, there we are. There we are. Well, no, sorry, I've already got triple Southampton, so I can't...
0: Oh, is. <laughs> oh that is annoying. The 0.1 or 0.1. <laughs> do
2: you know what you could Whatever. do with Lacazette? I mean, he's not, he's not double game weeking, but in a long, for the long term, Lacazette might be a decent option.
0: Ah, with well, a bench piece, you've got a double game-week, right? Yeah. Ah, yeah. Oh, that's so annoying, Matt. That means you've got to take another hit somewhere else to spend that cash. It kind of sucks, doesn't it? Uh, yeah, yeah.
3: I'm just looking at my team. Yeah. Uh, looking at the assets. No, I can't really afford much, so I might have Calvert Lewin playing a single game week in my bench boost team at the moment.
0: Oh, all right, fair enough. And he's up against Villa, so good luck with that. I know. how much
3: saying there is one. Yeah, sorry. The other plan I do have there is Antonio might be the one I go for. Uh, that's... B3, oh, that's yeah from yeah, West Ham. Yeah.
2: I've been wanting him for a while, but I've got triple West Ham already. Like, I've been trying to find a way of getting Brewster out and getting Antonio in and saving money elsewhere. Um, but yeah, my triple West Ham is blocking me from that at the
0: moment. Yeah, ben, oh sorry, guys, you go.
3: I was say his minutes seem to be back up. He's just doing the usual Antonio thing of just winning everything and looking dangerous. So um, yeah, it's a couple of weeks away yet, but um, that that's maybe my plan now. Now now. Now that
1: Man City and Du
3: in are back, Ben, how are you
0: set up for the double?
1: Yeah, all the all the postponements and COVID stuff worked out for me. So now, <laughs> like Ooh. Villa getting a, I same for you, Doctor. Like Villa getting a double is now really yeah. nice. Um, so I can field a full eleven of double game weekers. Um, I'm, so, let's, let me try and remember one doing I'm doing Salah to De Bruyne for the blank. And then I'm doing Son to Salah for the double. Ah, oh,
0: nice, nice there. Lovely so, moves.
1: So, like, a bit of big hitter... Um, Juggles. J- yeah, juggling. Um, so, yeah, I have Martinez, Kufau, Robertson, Diaz, um, Salah, Bruno, uh, KDB, Grealish, Che Adams, Bamford, Stones. So, that's 11 players with a double. I'm not going to bench boost because my, my, I don't have double game-weakers on my bench and I don't want to take hits. So I'll probably just triple captain KDB. Um, and that's it. Just hopefully that smooth sailing. Probably won't gain too much. Hopefully probably won't lose too much with that team. Um, yeah. The one thing, the, two, the two, two players I'm a little bit scared of are Suchek, who is like the bane of my team. <laughs> he scores every week, and all, everyone else in our mini league has him, and I don't have him. Um, and like you said, Dallas scares me a little bit, but I think that's a hill I'm willing to die on. I don't believe Leeds are a good <laughs> defensive team. I refuse to get Leeds's defender in. I, they're, they're just such a bad defensive team.
0: You're such a stats man that you just wouldn't do that.
1: Uh, yeah, and it's, I mean, it showed this game week, right? Like they got. He didn't do anything, so I'm going to hope he continues to do nothing.
2: The thing okay. is, though, that oof, Dallas is a unique player in that Leeds team because he plays all over the pitch. Like, in one match, he'll play three different positions and he happens to be, like, classified as a defender for what reason, I don't know. Um, so, I, I don't know. The, the rest of the Leeds defense, like, I wouldn't pick a for example. Like I get that, but um, Dallas, I think, is a unique asset. Would you
1: choose Dallas over Kufal?
2: Well, I Kufal the one that's on the block for me to get Antonio in, but that's more because I want Antonio than it is because I, I don't rate Kufal. Like, I was the, I was the first one to get Kufal. I mean, Brian, <laughs> Kufal is like, a, he's like he's he's
0: your boy. You can't <laughs> drop him. He's oh, like Neto
2: to me. But Remember, I, I ruthlessly <laughs> dropped my, I, I ruthlessly dropped DCL earlier in the season. He's my boy too. So <laughs> yeah,
0: from
1: a um, stats perspective, I went with Kufal and Stones over Dallas, and I feel okay about that nice
0: i mean i can just copy and paste what ben has just said because we essentially have almost exactly the same team and strategy um although my team is slightly slightly worse uh yeah so i'm set up i'm going to be 11 players for the double same thing single game weekers on the bench and some proper fodder so i will probably triple captain probably kdb as well and yeah i'll be my my kind of conundrum with it is uh, do I get rid of Kane so I can spread some cash, maybe with a hit elsewhere in my team? Um, Kane it has Sheffield United away, which is a pretty nice fixture. It's the kind of game where I feel Spurs might open up a bit, like they did against Leeds, and Mourinho might let them go a bit more attacking. Let
1: them play football.
0: Yeah, pretty much. Um, and Kane maybe back and form against Leeds or at least back and form against um, teams who are all at sea at the back. So, yeah, maybe he's like the perfect player and Spurs have a history in double game weeks, don't they, of doing quite well with a single game week. So um, maybe I'll just save it and tinker with Charlie Taylor and and (laughs) the Man United defenders or maybe Stuart Dallas. Maybe he's exactly the price that I can afford (laughs) just to stick it to Ben. (laughs) Um, Yeah. Okay, so that's kind of double game week sorted for us. What about um, City and Chelsea? They've just finished and we've seen City kind of take them apart. Um, Matt, what do you reckon about City players? I mean, we kind of covered them, but apart from De Bruyne, who do you think people should be thinking about for these fixtures and these doubles?
3: Well, I think the, you've got Diaz-Stones, haven't you, Duncan? That's, mm-hmm. that's quite a nice combo where they both seem to have nailed down a starting spot that's pretty regular. Um, I know the fullbacks rotate quite a lot, so I think triple Man City. I think Diaz, Stones, and De Boina is probably the classic way to go at the moment. Um, I think Sterling's that differential. Um, if you want to be catching up people in the, in mini leagues or just being a bit different generally, then he's always. I mean, he he won you it, didn't he last 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 season? Dunk. Uh, yeah, yeah, he did. Every, yeah, you went. We went. We went De Bruyne. You went Sterling and and smashed it. Um, so. He's got like, that in his locker where, uh, I think, did he just get the one assist today? Yeah, um, just the one assist. Yeah, so De Bojne has outdone him today, but um, if, if there's a way to maybe get Sterling and De Bojne, that could be a real big uh, It's a big commitment to Man City. It means sacrificing a Fernandez or a Salah um, or a Kane somewhere, but um, that could be the way to go. You I
0: know, kind of agree.
3: I had an interesting
2: thought. I was watching Sterling because I was thinking hard about this too. I was thinking, well, maybe... Uh, the way I can sort of, my, the differential that I could have is to pick Sterling like Duncan did last year. Um, he could be my, my transfer in for Salah. And watching the game today would completely turn me off the idea of putting him in my team. Like his assist today was, he was through on goal, like running away from Kante, one-on-one with the goalkeeper. And then he managed to sort of, he basically overcomplicated it. First, he went around the keeper and then he stopped Dummy back past Kante, then dummy Kante again, by which point all of the defenders were back. Then he shot this like curved shot into the far corner, hit the post, and then De Bruyne knocked in the rebound. It's like that guy's not going to score a lot of goals if if he's that nervous about shooting. Um, The rest of the game, he was pretty anonymous. He was playing very deep. Um, He didn't go past, he he went through, a couple of times he did try and go past players, it worked, but it was in deep positions rather than towards the goal. He never really, after that, missed, got into the box again. So I was like, you know what? That's it. I, I don't want him. I want KDB,
0: KDB, and maybe a double up at the back. Cancelo as well. I know, and I kind of agreed with you at the time when when I brought in Cancelo. you were like, that's a terrible transfer. But now, now Walker's out, and he's he's putting these through rules through constantly. He's surely yeah. a good shout
2: at right back. I, well, yeah, he's he's looking a lot better now, isn't he? I agree with that. Um, so I, I've uh, I've changed my opinion since then. Um, my issue, this is to be honest this is what's making me like think about my wild card and try and i have to stop myself because i don't think it's really a good idea but i i I've, i haven't got any city players at the moment and so and every player i bring in is a four point hit so um for me so I'm you not might have you any.
0: might pull the wild card for the, blank the double game week i will just
1: i don't uh, know really it's too early, Andy. Can't, can't. I, know too early. <laughs>
0: I know it's
2: too early. I know it's too early. I know it's too early, really. My good, my brain good. says it's too <laughs> early. <laughs> I'm just so afraid of City now because they because of that one match. On the verge just... of overtaking me. Can you play your world card right now. Go on. <laughs> That would be such a classic Andy move.
3: It?
0: <laughs> so you'd play it before the blank and you get players in who cover the blank and the doubles, right?
2: Yeah, the point would be to load up on triple, like on triple of every team who has both game weeks, yeah yeah
0: just waiting for that (laughs) that covid match cancellation (laughs)
2: the other thing is just to make it even more the kind of thing that i would do remember i'm moving country on the 11th and the deadline is the 12th
0: (laughs) oh wow yeah that is not wild card time i mean that is enough to put you off wild carding Um, i know
2: i really shouldn't do it but um it's just like the uh the temptation uh, the the maverick in me just really wants to do it
0: (laughs) Andy, you're doing so well this season. Don't throw it all the way. You're so young. <laughs> um, okay. So, so that's kind of City covered. What about Chelsea? People were big on the Chelsea defence, especially, you know, a few game weeks ago. Ben, you brought in uh, Chilwell before anyone else and you got rid of him when he was injured. You know, fair enough. He's actually come back and seems to be playing. But do you think Chelsea just get them out of your team?
1: Yeah, I feel pretty good about not having Chelsea players, although the next couple of fixtures, Fulham, Leicester, Wolves, Burnley, they're actually not that easy, but maybe could make a case for a Chelsea defender. Um, but yeah, I, I think avoid Chelsea for now. Um, I, I know we didn't talk about this earlier, but I feel like Lampard should be getting a lot more stick than he, than he has. I feel like he, a lot of pundits I listen to seem to, you know, a lot of uh, leeway for for Frank versus some other managers, um, but they're pretty bad.
0: I kind of agree with you on the fixtures, just looking at them now. So Fulham, Wolves, Burnley, Sheffield United, Newcastle. That's pretty nice, isn't it? Indispersed with Tottenham away and the Leicester way, but you'd take that with those other fixtures. So maybe maybe if you do have um, a Chelsea player like Gary, still has Zuma, I'm sure, maybe... He, that's the kind of player you'd hold on to rather than the, you know, the big budget of Chilwell.
1: Yeah, I feel like if you have a Chelsea defender, you probably want to hold. If you don't, probably don't want to bring them in until they, they show some more form.
0: Yeah. yeah, and if you've got... Sorry, Andy.
1: The
2: issue for me with Chelsea is like, as a concept, the team kind of feels like somebody that you want to invest in based on those fixtures, but I just can't see a single player that I'm like, yeah, that's the one.
0: Yeah, for me it's Chilwell or no one and that seems to take a lot of money to be kind of playing with that kind of form of the team. Yeah, Is James he... back
3: soon? Well,
0: there was talk that he was going to have surgery. Um, he's got a big red flag and a hamstring injury on him at the moment. So that plus a, a knee kind of ongoing thing he's managing with his knee injury. Yeah, and the fact that there's so many he- fixtures at the moment he's a rotation with Azpilicueta just don't go there i think this price is also dropping like a stone so maybe you can wait until he's back and fit again and starting every game yes good shout um so our last topic is covid cancelling games and strategies that you can take to mitigate the unexpected so this one's for you matt what do you reckon
3: um so I think it's do everything. Resist the urges that Andy has, I think is the, don't listen to me at all. <laughs> so uh, I think turn off FPL statistics and all the price rises and drops because they just tempt you into making transfers early. And I think at the moment that is like the, the worst thing to do because it's just so, so fluctuating and on my free hit, I'm not going to press the free hit button until at least a, and only a couple of days before when it looks confirmed that this is actually what's going to happen, because the way that the COVID briefings are going, uh, I wouldn't be surprised if we've got a, a bit of a gap actually uh, coming up for, for the premiership with no games going on at all. And um, you don't want to have just done us uh, some points hits pointlessly when um, it turns out to be no fixtures going on. So that's that's probably my tips. Um, but then about others.
0: Nice, good one. I hadn't, hadn't considered that, so that makes perfect sense. What do you reckon, Ben?
1: Yeah, I, I, I agree. Like, um, I, I used to be a player that would try and chance it on early price rises, and this is definitely not the season to do it. Um, I, was, I think this is like potentially the toughest FPL season any of us have, have played. Um, mm-hmm. The only other thing I would say is it seems like having a plain bench probably will help more this season than other seasons. Like, me, me and you dog got massively lucky that Mitchell came back <laughs> into the first team. Yeah. Um,
0: and so Kilman. And Kilman. And Killman Killman case,
1: um, So, like, it definitely seems like a season where you want... You can't get away with, like, a non-playing bench. Um, so, yeah, I think just wait, wait till the very end to make your transfers. Because, like, another example is today sorry Andy, but McCarthy has COVID, so he's not going to play tomorrow against Liverpool. So like if you don't have a reserve goalkeeper then you're kind of fucked. <laughs> so,
0: uh, None of us do, apart from Andy, right? Oh, yeah, Matt, exactly. Matt, Matt now, he's played his wildcard.
1: Well, I have, I have Matt Ryan as my reserve goalkeeper so he's also... shit. <laughs> 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 well, like this, I assume this is going to happen all the way through the end of the season. One of your players is randomly going to get COVID and then you're going to be mm-hmm. scrambling.
0: Yeah, so you've got to find that week where you've got a transfer you need to burn, you know, rather than lose one on two transfers, and that's when you bring in your goalkeeper, right? Yeah, uh, that's a really good shout as well. I think my my take on it is that players like Sucek are worth even more this season than they were last season. Like last season, Sucek was camp well for me, and he came on off the bench a couple of times and got like a seven-pointer or a ten-pointer. But it wasn't that regular. But Suchek is doing it so regularly and um, he's so cheap that, yeah, even if you've got those big hitters and you can't fit them in your team, first on the bench, you've got to have a player who can actually get some points rather than Brewster and (laughs) Kilman and hoping that Mitchell somehow starts and gets a clean sheet. That seems, yeah, fluky.
2: Yeah, I agree with all of that. One thing for me is that I learned this the hard way the other week is splitting your captain and vice captain across two teams. Um, I had uh, the, the Fulham-Tottenham um, game screw me completely because I had uh, Kane as captain and Son as vice captain, and they were both taken out, so I had no captain that week. Um, but had I split across two teams and had Tottenham for one of them and, say, Manu for the other one, then would my, my captaincy would have switched to a vice captain that was still playing, so... that's a mistake I won't make again
0: that's a really good one and that's that's similar to what um one of the guests on the fancy football scout scout cast was saying this week he was saying make sure your vice captain is in one of the early kickoffs if if possible because that that's least likely to be postponed whereas if there's a game on a Monday night you have no idea on a Friday if that's going to get postponed or not um so that's another tactic similar to your your idea as well Andy yeah
3: so I've got one more, actually. Um, I think it has, has been mentioned by other podcasts too, I think. But um, it's, it's pretty difficult during these double game weeks and uh, blank game weeks. Um, but it, try and avoid triple ups on teams, if possible. <laughs>
0: Damn it! <laughs> and this, is the, this is the Man City triple up season with COVID spreading through their ranks.
3: <laughs> yeah, because yeah, if, if their game gets cancelled, obviously, then that's a pretty big hole. It's Your whole bench suddenly has to come off. Um, and it could really, really, yeah, damage your game week. But if if you're spread across, then, uh, yeah, then a fixture here or there getting cancelled will probably you can probably just about get by. And if
0: you do triple up on Man City, then makes those bench players even more important, uh, like you say, because that's your whole bench. So yeah,
3: as a sort of advice that I say, but I think at the moment <laughs> yeah. the take because it doesn't sound like
0: fun, does it?
3: <laughs> it's the time to triple up on Man City um, and other teams.
0: Yeah.
2: I
3: think um, um, after the double game week
2: though that then becomes good advice again right? because you obviously want to triple up on the teams that have double game week but then after that you want to kind of like work to get that out of your system again
0: Yeah, especially if you hit that wild card button Andy and you triple up on like four teams <laughs> yeah. um, Ben, do you want to take us through um, the top five in the FBL <laughs> podcast
1: lead yeah, happy to. So we have a new leader, um, well-known name. Morton Leongbo has has taken first place from Nick Jones. Uh, he's also had a really good uh, game week, 72 points. Uh, Cresswell and Suchek, big standouts for him, similar to Andy. I feel like we haven't talked about Cresswell too much, but I think he's one of the top-scoring defenders this season. Um, it's been a really good investment. Uh, Nick Jones has fallen to second. Uh, eric toft with raising canes has gone from fifth to third with 79 points so a really good week uh for him he kind of all his big hitters have got double figures so de Bruyne Fernandez, son captain uh Harry Kane even had the luxury of uh putting Neto on the bench for his uh five points um unlike Andy (laughs) uh Michael Chen has fallen to fourth. Pretty good week, 63 points. um, But it's been a high-scoring game week. Um, And then we have uh, Richard Weston, who has jumped from 11th to fifth uh, with his team, Mad Dog Earthy, with 76 points. Um, Rob Holding, who I feel like we haven't talked about, with uh, 10 points. did he assist? Yeah, he did, yeah. Um, As well as Thomas Suchek. Um, so well done, uh, Ricard Weston, who's fifth uh, top scorer this week with ninety-four points. Uh, Tim Lee, with his team Mount Mount Me Greenwood, uh, and <laughs> the, the the core of his team, uh, triple Arsenal. Wow, who, Rob Holding, point? Kieran Tierney, who we haven't talked about yet, who got eighteen points. Um, he looked really threatening. I think he, maybe he's a good shout for free hit, maybe. Um, and then Saka as well on, with eight points. Uh, De Bruyne son captain Fernandez. So ninety-four points uh, for Tim. Um, that guy's definitely an Arsenal fan, isn't he? <laughs> you if you followed the strategy, Doug, could you be flying
3: too? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's true. Back yeah, your so boys. Annoyed. He'd have been okay. I, I
2: like really it. I was going to be top scorer this week. I'm so annoyed with this guy. But obviously, his team name is making me less annoyed.
0: But, um, I well, should... you, you could still beat him, Andy, because he's only got Saka Salah left to play. And you've got who, who left to play? McCarthy.
3: <laughs> oh. <laughs>
0: <laughs> maybe, maybe not then. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> but I like, I like Ben's shout of Tierney in for uh, free hit teams. That's, that's really nice. Yeah. And holding as well as a enabler, 4.5 now. Um, Yeah, Tierney, who I've been saying to you guys this week, he needs to be made the Arsenal captain. He was training before the game against West Brom in the snow with short sleeves and short socks, and everyone else had gloves and hats and training tops on. He was just in a shirt. One absolute hero. And And,
1: um, Mayland Niles did the opposite way. What was he wear? Was he wearing like under armour leggings, like? For his, he's basically wearing leggings.
0: <laughs> Did you notice that? No, I didn't see that. But if he was going to move to Wolves, he needed to. He needs to be prepared for the cold weather. Like maybe that—that's why the, that move got cancelled. was like, actually, no, I've been up there. It's a bit cold up there.
2: <laughs> stay in London. Not, not for me.
1: <laughs>
0: not for me. Yeah. Um, if you don't follow us on Twitter already, give us a follow at FPLFF Fanatics. And if you want to take us on in the mini league and take on the guys at the top of uh, the mini league, then the code is in the show notes as well. So you can get that. And just a, a shout out to the guy, uh, Paul Wogan at the bottom of our mini league uh, with his team. The only way is up. I like that <laughs> <laughs> bit of dark humor at the bottom of the league. Um, yeah, just leaves me to thank you for your insight guys. So thank you, Ben.
1: Uh, you're welcome. I'm, I'm really glad. the the postponements have screwed
3: with Matt so badly.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So unfortunate. Thank you, Matt.
3: Yeah, groan. Um, Come on, free hit.
0: And thank you, Andy. Resist the urge, Andy. I I will resist the urge. I want to just
2: give a little shout out to Paul Wogan for his 16-point hit this week as well. I really really, hope
0: that works out. Oh, my God, I didn't spot that. The only way is not up if you're taking 16-point hits, Paul. (laughs) Um, nice one guys I'll speak to you next week